RuPaul Sleepaway Camp. Start your engine. RuPaul Sleepaway Camp. May the, the best, best camp away. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Bourbon and Blood, where we talk about Sleepaway Camp, one of my favorite cheesy, horrible 80s movies ever. I'm excited to talk about it. And <laughs> I was about to say, start the music. Welcome back. Uh, I'm Daniel, joined as ever by my amazing host. Anne. <laughs> and we're here to talk about the amazing movie, Sleepaway Camp. Oh, so good. There's going to be a lot of RuPaul Drag Race jokes in this, because we've been watching that a lot lately, too. Let's start your engines, y'all. Yeah. So start your engines. And if you've seen this movie, which I hope you have, you'll know exactly why we're talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm -hmm. Also, I'd like to say we are drinking, what's it called? I Love You, Angela. I Love You, Angela. It's a mixed drink. Reminds me of high school because it's yep. Smirnoff ice mixed with vodka. I looked it up online, and that's how you make an I Love You, Angela. I'll tell you what, you guys. It's actually really good. Uh, I'm pretty drunk, and I've only had one, one and a half. I'm pretty buzzed. Uh, <laughs> Drunk buzz? It's nostalgic, and it does the trick. So. It doesn't give me the heartburn that Smirnoff Ice normally gives me. Because oh. I normally hate Smirnoff Ice. But this it, is an interesting mixture. Smirnoff Ice is totally an underage beverage. Yeah. Because the only time I ever drank that was when I was underage. Smirnoff Ice, Mike's Heart Lemonade, and Boone's Farm... Uh, any flavor. My sister still drinks Boone's. Oh, really? That's not real. <laughs> Oops. Sorry, guys. I got the hiccups. As always, as always, here I am with the hiccups. <coughs> so, we decided to watch Sleepaway Camp. Delightful it is, film. It's a classic cult fla flavor. It's a favorite. <laughs> Such a flavorite. So, let's jump into the synopsis let's of this movie. dive in. Shall we? Sorry, oh. it's funny because it opens on a scene on, on the water. I was trying to be funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're funny. <laughs> so, we're on the water, right? Dad out with his kids on the boat, having a fun Sunday, chilling out. But the opening scene, my very first note, my very first thing I wrote, asshole kids on a boat, and then I write, <laughs> oops, because... <laughs> because... Dad and kids are out on the boat. Oh, whoops, they fall overboard. And then, oh, dear, the distracted... Camp counselors? Fun team. It was talking about, they were like, oh, I hope we could go to that camp someday, is what the kids were saying, or something like that. And the one guy had lifeguard on his shirt. Oh, my God, and he was like, I don't want to lose my job. Yeah. <gasps> so he switches with this bimbo girl. He switches with this bimbo girl. To drive the boat, because the girl's like, my dad owns a boat, I don't want to drive a boat. My dad's boat. No, you know what she said? My dad's is twice as big as yours, which was really gross. <laughs> like, I did <laughs> not like that comment. So she jumps on the steering wheel and is not paying attention at all, and of course that's why this accident happens. Women where they, drivers, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> women drivers of boats. 
where she drives over this loving dad and one of the kids, because we see one life vest all oh, bloody. Oh god, up. it's so sad. And my first time seeing it, I didn't catch it, and Anne didn't catch it either. But you don't know which kid died. You don't. It doesn't really give too much away. Cut to... Eight years later? The most eccentric, overacting mother ever. But she, if you... The second time you watch it, or third or fourth, definitely, you notice she is giving away the whole thing at the beginning. Right. But... I wrote, she's Prozac mom. She keeps writing, like, she keeps saying, I did this. Wasn't that nice of me to do that? She's a freak, y'all. Like, she is a freak. The physicals! Yep. just came to my right? mind. I told you, that's what I mean. Things, And then she breaks the third wall constantly. Like, I know she's insane, supposedly, but she keeps looking at the camera and like, isn't that nice of me to pack you guys a nice lunch before you go to camp? And, like, turns her head or... Or, no, they... What did she say? She goes, no, I'm afraid they wouldn't... That wouldn't do if someone figured out about your physicals. And, like, stares at the camera. Like, the first time watching that, you just think, what the fuck? Yeah. This lady is overacting the fuck out of this scene. Which yeah. she is, but... She was a little nutter butter. So, break away. We have Angela, who is... The victim, uh, the the lone survivor of the boat accident. We have Angela and her cousin. What's her cousin's name? Ricky. Ricky. So crazy mom is Ricky's mom. That's her. That's Angela's aunt. They <coughs> go to camp. Her and Ricky go to camp, and they descend upon camp with the always ever present cheery orchestral. Music of the first day of camp. Everyone's we were talking excited. about this constantly through the movie. The music of this movie reminds us of a Disney movie. Yeah, it's good though. It's like, like, really like it. one of the first characters at camp we're introduced to is the fucking cook. Who, oh, uh, I thought you were gonna say Ron. Oh no, oh, I saved Ron. Okay, okay, I, the cook. We'll talk about Ron. Going on to the cook. The, the cook. cook's name, who's also Artie. Artie. I didn't even write his name down because it's not worth wasting my fucking ink on this character. He is the worst perv. Like, camps. Do some vetting of your employees. Like, as soon as these girls were getting off the bus and getting dropped off, this guy's like, oh yeah, there's some fresh spring chickens for me. And then you have Ben, who's the classic, like old black guy working on the farm who, like, literally says, and I quoted, hold on, you don't have to worry about them none, sir. Like, he says shit like that. He is the most stereotyped character ever in this movie. So we've got Artie, who just is disgusting and wants... We know mm. We know he's bad news. Right out the get-go, Artie is disgusting, and we're worried already we of what Artie, he's going to do. We have Ben. We have Meg. We are introduced to Meg, who is the counselor of the girls' camp. Meg, who says, my name is Meg. M-E-G. Girl, you don't need to spell your name. It's Meg. It's they prepared, three fucking letters. They prepared you because they know you're going to think she's a C-U-N-T. Like, right out the get-go. I'll and see you next Tuesday. <laughs> she is not a creativity uniqueness. What's that? Yes. I don't know. 
Ah, come on, RuPaul fans. Creativity, uniqueness, nerve. Nerve. And talent. <laughs> Meg has none of that, because she has to spell her three-letter name to a fucking cabin full of girls. You, you don't have any confidence, my friend. So we start off, and the everyone's Wait, eating lunch. I'm sorry. Oh, you got something? I'm so sorry, because we're talking about meeting the camp counselors. We have to talk about Ron... Who I put big stars next to Ron's name. We have Ron. You guys, Ron is the biggest jabroni, like, but he's the best. I love Ron. He he's wears the, the hero. Best. He wears the best outfits in this whole fucking movie. <laughs> he is like the Italian stallion. He has these, like, sleeveless, weird... They look like they should be, like, college sweaters, but they're cut off at the sleeve. And then he has these tight little shorts... But these weird little combinations of outfits in every scene he's in, and I love him, and he's amazing. And He's I, also, like, the nicest counselor. I love Ron. Jumping into this scene, when they're all inside the mess hall, and they're all eating, like, he's the one that comes up and is like, Angela, you're not eating. Let's go talk and take care of Let this, me while Meg's see- being a giant cunt. Right. Exactly. Ron is the fucking best. And he takes her back. And it's trying to be helpful, saying, girl, let's get you some food. And then creepy Artie, or Arnie, or whatever the fuck his name is, creepy cook Arnie, takes her into the freezer, tries to pull some shit. He, like, as soon as they get in the freezer, unzips his pants, he's like, I got something you can eat. It's the first day of camp, dude. No, it's third day, because she was talking about how they didn't talk, she didn't talk for three days. But still... I hate him so much. I want him to die. And that's the disappointing part because Ernie, Arnie, Ronnie. I wrote down Ronnie. Cross off said Arnie because I'm not sure exactly. Ronnie's the good one. Trust. So Arnie is the only one attacked that does not die. He does get some pretty sweet stuff happening to him. I wrote Arnie, the perv cook, not dead sadly. And then I wrote giving them fierce on the cob look on the runway. Because uh, water that has been boiling for all day is dumped on him, and boils just boil out of his face. I said, this camp is staffed by carnies, <laughs> and, uh, uh, oh my god, where is it? I put something about how, oh, I want to stab Merv the perv in the face, but... A giant pot of boiling water works fine for me. I'm so mad he didn't die. He's the only one that deserves to die. But. I mean, I don't think anyone deserves to die necessarily, listeners. Oh, I do. As liberal as I am, I'm all about. Like, Carrie and I watched that first episode of the Scientology, second season of the Scientology thing by Leah Remini today. And you know what? People who fuck around with kids, I don't have time for you, and neither does society or, or children. World. Like, yeah. bye, peace. Okay, yeah, he was the one that deserved to die out of everyone. But what if the water burned him enough to just like really third degree? But we burn don't get the satisfaction. The what? Satis. The satisfaction of him dying. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Satisfaction. That's something RuPaul would say. <laughs> That's something that Ru would say. 
Okay. Oh, hi guys. So, I want to take a break right here. Not a break, but the movie took a break, in my opinion. So, they pulled a porky scene. Take a break for our sponsors. <laughs> take a break for our sponsors. <laughs> they pulled a porky scene where they tell Einstein... No, what's his name? What do they call him? I don't oh. know. I just had him written down as Poindexter. I thought you no, were writing his I name I down. Really, hold on. They called him uh, it's famous artist... Bach. No, not Bach. Mozart. Might have been Mozart. It I was a composer. It, yeah. So there's this nerdy kid who has no relevance to this movie at all, but he's in it like three times, and each time he's getting pranked. Well, I was going to say something about him. I Go was going to say, the only thing I wrote about him in this whole thing was when they were doing the baseball game, and he caught the ball like while he was playing his <laughs> video game, and I wrote, Poindexter, Brains... Ron and looks. <laughs> well, that's my next thing I want to talk about. There's like a 10-minute baseball game that has no relevance to the movie really at all. But it does because... It there... kind of sets you up to think that Angela's not involved because there's anger between the two teams. It's important because it opens the discussion right now, which is funny because one of my Facebook friends opened this portal the other day and we're talking about it now. What? Crop tops on men. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, crop tops there on men. There were, you guys, in this baseball game, there were so many crop tops on dudes and, like, little tiny ass shorts. Yay or nay? Like, what do you know, think? I want to know what your discussion on Facebook was. Like, what? I didn't discuss anything. I just saw that it was posted and I did not even want to put my opinion in because my opinion is that crop tops for men are not a good look. I don't think crop tops on anyone are a good look. Like, I don't like crop tops <clears throat> at all. I don't care if you're a size 0 or a size 16. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't want to see your <coughs> fucking belly. Get out of here. <laughs> Except if you're Ron. If you're Ron the counselor, then you can wear as many crop tops as you want. There is one fashion sense from this movie I would love to take away from. I want a shirt that says Judy across the front. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you a shirt that says Judy across the front. So not only is Judy the other counselor that's been making fun of Angela's whole movie a bitch, but she has to let everyone know who she is by wearing a shirt that says Judy for a good portion of the movie. <laughs> I'm Judy. I'm Judy. Well, maybe she's just pulling a Laverne. She know. does have... Surely. She's developed more than the other girls at camp, which she also looks like she's 30 years old. Only just a shorter thirty-year-old. Rocking that side ponytail. I can't like remember the name business. of Ricky's friend that falls for Angela, and he's like a pretty main character. I mean, I thought it was Ricky, but <laughs> it's not Ricky because so, Ricky's the cousin. So let's call him Billy. All right. I mean, it's not like, his name. Billy's, Billy's a cute name. Like Billy's a name that you would be like, ah, sweet little Billy. Like Billy's a cute name. So around this point, we're introduced to quote unquote Billy. And he's the nice guy at first. He's into Angela, but he's, like, mostly just talking to her because she has not talked at all this whole time. And she says her first words at one point at the camp retreat. She's like, good night, good night. I feel like she says his name, and I feel bad now. Because even then, it should, I should know. But no, I think she just says good night. Or not. Whatever. But anyways, Angela lets her guard down for this blonde-haired sphinx. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so... 
So then they all go. But at that dance, there's a douchebag who's like kind of picking on Angela, like, "Oh, you're a prude. Oh, you're a bitch. Like, why won't you dance with me? Why won't you talk to me? Whatever." That douchebag gets it. Oh, he gets it hard. But can I tell you, at this point in the movie, I really connected with Angela more than I ever did at any other point in the movie because she was just sitting there alone on a bleacher during the dance eating, like, a fucking submarine sandwich. (laughs) I was like, yeah, girl, I feel you. That's me. That's me. (laughs) The douchebag... And a bunch of, like, I think, like, 20 dudes all go skinny dipping. They all dipping. go skinny dipping. And then they're making fun of the... They're like, yeah, you guys just be gay up here on the land with the girls. We're gonna go skinny dipping with all the dudes with no clothes on. All the dudes go skinny dipping while all the girls don't go skinny dipping, which... Sausage party! <laughs> no thanks. But anyways, he takes one of the camp counselors out on a boat with him. And he, like, flips the boat over and is like, Oh, watch out for snakes! Water snakes and snapping turtles! But really, after he flips the boat, he goes under and for some reason is, like, yelling in the boat, even though the girl already swam away. Yeah, I was confused why, like, you know she <coughs> swam away. Why are you calling for her? Seriously. And while they're under the boat, a head pops up, and you don't know who it is. They did really good this whole movie of not revealing who the killer was, but, like, giving us, like... You just knew it was brunette hair. Which is, like, almost everyone that you meet. Long brunette hair. Also, so it's Angela that we find out. Spoiler. I mean, hopefully you've seen this movie. But Angela holds this douchebag underwater and drowns him. Angela is... A very small, petite boy, and she holds under this dude who's a good swimmer, and he drowns. I thought that death was really, like, unbelievable. I'm gonna tell you right now, a three-year-old could hold my head underwater and I would freak out and die. Like, (laughs) there... Are you kidding me? Like, no. If someone's holding your head underwater... If he's a good swimmer, it's deep enough he could swim out from under the boat if someone's putting his head underwater. No, if, but if I'm holding your head, like, holding your head. I would... Well, maybe. Maybe. Alright, so the douchebag dies. I, uh, I like to say that he is uh, giving us fierce seaweed salty underwater. Like, that's the look he's giving us on the runway tonight. God damn it, Danny! You just took my fucking thing <laughs> Did you that say I put that? down because Ron busted out at this time, and I said, <laughs> Ron, your outfits are on point serving up fierce camp counselor realness. Sissy, that walk, girl! <laughs> Excellent. God damn it! I'm so glad we watched this movie after watching so much RuPaul. But you guys, and then my next note, Judy is a cunt. Judy is a total cunt. Like, why does there always have to be that fucking mean girl? There's always why a is mean that? girl. There's but why? A... Why know. can't we as a society get to the point where there doesn't no mean have girl? to be a mean girl? Like, there doesn't have to be a fucking mean girl. There doesn't have to be, but there <gasps> is. <clears throat> so the next one to die... Oh, wait. So first, uh, Angela's walking back to... I don't know, her camp or just walking. You know, it's daytime. She's just walking. And a bunch of douchebags up on top of a roof. 
start throwing water bottles down. At this point, also, me and Anne were Balloons, talking about how... not water bottles. <laughs> yeah, water balloons. We were water talking... bottles are a lot more dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about how fun camp looks, and she was talking about how mean camp looks. Camp sounds awful. Like, the camp... <laughs> the only time I went to sleepaway camp that I can think of off the you top of You didn't go to a sleepaway camp, did you? Drunken head. I went to, like, choir camp for my church. So... Is that nearly this cool? Or murderous. <laughs> Let's talk about the murder of Jesus. Murder oh, Jesus. Whoa. Oh, sorry, Jesus. So one of the dudes up on the roof... I never went to camp. Ever. I've never been to a camp, like, with, like, counselors. Do you want to enroll? Like, I'm, there's grown-up camps. I'm a 33-year-old man. I can't there camp There are camps up. for you, baby. <laughs> Trust. There's, like, nerd camp. There's Lego camp. There's I'm Rockstar in. camp. Will you go with me? Yeah. Nerd camp? Let's go. I hope there's no killers. I I'm hope. just laying my bed all day. I hope there's no Angela. You would be Angela at this camp if I we would went. be Angela. I connect with Angela. Angela, so one of the douchebags throwing water balloons, not bottles, is Billy. I only know that because they talk about his name later. And to get revenge, the mysterious killer drops a beehive inside of the bathroom with him and then also <sighs> makes sure that he can't get out of the stall. Which is fairly brilliant. So, at this point in the movie, I said, wow, wasp death while shitting. No, that's the worst. <laughs> and then at another point in the movie, I was like comparing another death to this death. And I was like, there's no question that this other death is way worse than wasp stinging you while you're shitting locked in the stall. Like that other death is way worse. Yeah. I called it the uh, honey bee. <laughs> Wait, I called it the honey bee number two couture <laughs> on the runway tonight. That's uh, Billy's look for the death. Mm-mm. He looks very disgusting and pussy. I mean, I don't know how allergic bee stings look, but he looks real fucked up. But he was also like covered in bees or. Wasps, wasps or whatever or they were. What? Like, if you're just attacked by a hive of them, <coughs> you're probably going to die. I was, regardless makes me think of, of whether you're. Makes me think of My Girl. Such a sad movie. It always makes me think of My Girl. So, there's a lot of, like, the camp owner at this point. What's his name? His I don't name remember. is Phil, Phil, camp counselor. I wrote down, he looks like how Mick Jagger would look. If he was a banker that aged properly. Sadly. Like, he he has a very Mick Jagger look to him. Like, yeah. he partied a lot, but he kind of gave it up, but he's still a little bit rebellious. And maybe, like, runs this camp, but also, like, deals coke on the side. Like, that's who this guy is. We do find out that he is, like, trying to bang counselors and pretty close to banging Meg the shitty not Meg yeah oh Meg M-E-G M-E-G so also sad note about him he had lung cancer and was dying while filming this movie but wanted to get it finished like they cut out a lot of scenes where he just like hacked up and like but 
Anyways, so Mag is about to go to Bone Zone with Phil. She wants to bang that old Mick Jagger lookalike. But something happens. What happens, baby? Girl gets stabbed in the shower. It, like, goes through the wall and then down her back. It's like... Yeah. It's like somebody (laughs) was next to her in the other room and stabbed through the drywall. Which is funny. Talking about shit going through the... Because it makes me think of... So today at work... Danny's probably going to cut this. But today at work, I was like just scrolling on Facebook on my neighborhood like forum. I'm not going to cut this. I know what you're going to say. And somebody was like, I'm looking for a large box (laughs) so I can cut a glory hole in it. It's for a birthday present and is very important. Like, it was very important. And I was like, well, that's weird. Like, this is bizarre. And my coworker was like, well, that's fucking stupid. Like, that's not, that's not a glory hole. You're just, like, standing in a box with your dick out. And I was like, yeah, but it's not... Whatever. Anyways, you could cut that part. <laughs> no, it's fine. But where was I going with the dick in a box? Oh, because she got stabbed <laughs> through the drywall. Where was I going with that dick in the box? I remember, I remember where that train was going, and it was going through the knife through the drywall. Dick in a hole, knife in a drywall. <laughs> Same thing. So Meg was giving us bath beauty on the runway tonight. No, uh, Meg giving us cunt bitch on the runway hot mess lake scum oh you know how i feel about green meg oh no (laughs) (laughs) i just want to say i just want to say if you can't love yourself how the hell are you gonna wait shit how the hell are you gonna love somebody else but yeah, Meg is like a cunt, and I for real feel like she, her death is good because she's sadistic, and I feel like she probably would have gone on to, like, put foster children in dog cages. Like, she's Jesus a... Jesus Christ. I mean, I can see it. You've read those stories. <laughs> I know I have. Like, she's a bitch. She's a bad person, and... You know what, Meg? Maybe it's all right that you got stabbed in the fucking back in the shower because you're a bad person. This is a a cheesy B movie horror movie. Like it's it's completely absurd and crazy. But there's one part of this movie that annoys the fuck out of me every time I watch it. How the fuck does Meg fall from the shower when when Phil finally comes in to find her? This is hours later. He comes into this deserted bathroom and like she just falls from standing up because rigor mortis is set in and, and it takes her a certain amount body of time. weight has changed and her yes. so it happens as soon as phil walks in yeah all right fine i guess you solved that case meg no we were supposed to fuck tonight he was pretty mad about it I was so mad make you that he went and beat the shit out of a small child. He beat the shit out of Ricky because this whole movie he thought Ricky was the one 
Because Ricky has so much anger in his eyes. This Ricky, the one that's killing everyone and I making my Ricky camp. I thought Ricky was adorable. You thought Ricky was the killer for a while. I thought everybody was the killer. That's what's good about this movie. That's what's annoying. Because, like, I was like, it's at first I was like, well, it's Angela, but obviously that's too, too obvious. Easy. That's too easy. <coughs> so clearly it's Judy. Oh, wait. It's her cousin. No, it just ends up being Angela, y'all. But because Angela is not really... Wait! So... <laughs> so then we have the important <laughs> death. Well, actually, we have... So, the, I thought this seemed out of place when I first watched the movie, but this guy takes a bunch of the kids out camping by themselves. And I don't know if they were the oh, yeah. same kids that were picking on Angela or something or not. But they're all, like, younger kids. And a bunch of them get scared, so he takes half of them back to camp. And then he comes back to find all the other ones butchered to death by a hatchet. Which seems like not the M.O. of Angela. Like, she killed Deuce from the dance because he was picking on her. She killed Meg because Meg was picking on her threw her into the lake. She killed, you know, Artie because he tried to rape her. I don't know what these kids did. So do you think that maybe there's another killer on the loose? What? And they're trying to just pin it on Angela? Oh, oh my man. god. There's two killers! So then we get to the death of Judy finally, which was really disappointing. Fuck Judy. That girl can suck a dick. But let's talk I about her death. that bitch. So Angela apparently puts... No, don't fall asleep. I'm not. I'm just really drunk. <laughs> Angela puts a pillow over Judy's face, and then you see the hair I What is that thing? A curling iron? Yes! You see the curling iron go up, and then, like, stab down, but then her arms are way up on the other side. So I assume she stabbed that curling iron inside that cooch. And I wrote down <laughs> what's worth, because as this was going on, like, I didn't realize what was happening... Until I was like halfway through the sentence, so I said, "What's worse, wasp death or suffocation slash raping by curling iron?" Never mind, because <laughs> you know what's worse is the raping being by suffocated iron? and raping by a curling iron. I that would is... much rather get stung to death by what death by wasps. And I believe I read that her final scene of her, what she looks like, was cut because, well, one, it's a child, supposedly. And two, it was too gruesome. <laughs> too gruesome. <laughs> so, this brings us to the amazing climax of the movie. The scene I was so excited for Anne to see because I've seen this movie in the past. It was Nice. Nice. I actually have like a very strong reaction to the end of this film. So Billy's like, let's meet down, or Angela's like, meet me down by the river to Billy, or by the lake. So we cut to Billy and her. I know Billy might not be his name, but it might not be his name. But they're like, (laughs) by the lake. And she's like, let's go skinny dipping, you know? And then we cut away. And when we come back, we have the most fucking memorable and insane images I've ever seen in a horror movie, honestly. Is Angela 
standing there with the creepiest looking face ever as it pans away and you see Angela has a dick and Billy's dead on the ground. Mm Mm-hmm. So we find out after all this that it was the girl that died at the lake at the beginning of the movie and the boy survived and the crazy mom like wanted a daughter the so the aunt wanted a daughter so, so like she... forced this little boy who went through all this trauma to become a girl and to drag for its whole her whole life his whole life i don't know where to go because i don't think it's his choice you better work girl you, be- you better sissy that walk sissy that walk it was a really great movie. I really liked it. Honestly, like I told Danny, he's been giving me a lot of shit bombs <laughs> lately and I did not appreciate it, but this one was good. I liked it. I it's, really liked it. It's the end that brings everything it's in this the movie. end! Like, that face. So we, we read on IMDb that they had to put an, like, a fake prosthetic face of Angela on a college kid who had to get drunk to do the scene because it was so weird. And that's why it looks even creepier than normal. Because her mouth is like way wider than normal. She looks it's insane. Like the creepiest fucking face I've ever seen in my life. It's amazing. And it's what pulls this movie all together. It's like, hey, here's this very B-rated blah movie to holy shit. No, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Honestly, I like it because the whole movie... Like, I'm a detective, you know? I am always like, who did this thing? Who did that? And... It really gives you no clues until the very end. It doesn't! It's so good! I really liked it. I really thoroughly enjoyed this movie, and I love Ron. I love Ron! (laughs) Ron is a dreamboat. Ron? And he's just there for the kids. Like, Ron... What have you been doing since this movie? I'm going to IMDb you in a minute. Ron's the reason that they even found Angela there covered in blood. I know. Ron saves the day. <coughs> so that was Sleepaway Camp. I'm hoping you've seen this movie because it's awesome and mm. it's a cult classic. It's really good. There's two more sequels, which I will show Anne another time. Not Probably tonight, won't podcast. I'm about to go to bed. <laughs> I'm about to go to bed. Uh, Yeah. Peace. Nope. I wanted to announce one other thing that I'm going to put in this uh, podcast. Um, exciting news for uh, Bourbon and Blood. First off, I want to apologize that we have not been around for the past couple weeks. It's been a rough summer. It's been a rough <laughs> summer. But we will be back into doing these weekly, I promise. And then second, one of the reasons we've been so busy is we will be at our first con in October. We will be at yeah. How to Halloween. October 29th. It's a Saturday. It's a how-to kind of thing, so I guess we'll talk about how to podcast, and we'll be doing a live podcast. It's in Lansing, Michigan. It's pretty exciting. Follow our Facebook for more details, because I'm drunk right now, and I can't think of any details. (laughs) And we'll be working hard at getting stickers and pins over the next few months, because we're awesome, and you guys like us. Yeah. So thank you for listening to Bourbon and Blood episode whatever the fuck it is mm. thank you Anne, for staying awake and thank doing you this awesome daniel episode. thank you daniel and you guys stay spooked Ooh. and sissy that walk sissy that walk bye uh, uh.